and the authority of Jesus, we will stand here healed, we'll stand here whole, we'll stand here redeemed, we'll stand here, you know, in the name of Jesus and by the name of Jesus. And yes, I wanted to share that with y'all. I was just like, oh, I had to write that down. And what verse was that? That was um, Acts chapter four, verse 10. Um, I started reading at the top of it, but when I got to that part where it said, you know, that by the name of Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, like there are things that I think that people are able to accomplish because they name drop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Think about um, what they call the Oprah effect, right? Sure. Remember when yeah. Oprah would have her favorite things and if you got on that list, you could, could have been a small time jewelry maker making beaded bracelet, bracelets in your car on your lunch break. And somebody sends it to Oprah. She loves it. Before you know it, you're on her favorite things list. And the Oprah effect was real. You know what I mean? Like it, but the name of Jesus, the effect of the name of Jesus speaks greater than the name of Oprah. And so think about it when we take that ownership, like the song says, we come in the name of the Lord. So yeah, that just made me excited. That is that is very exciting. What's up, y'all? We are back for season three of Dear Christian Black Girl. Um, we love y'all. We have finished up. Why are you throwing up gang signs? So what is really? happening? The way I was doing it, I was like, and I was like, so hey, what is happening? Because you can't, you can't really throw up stuff. Nothing. <laughs> what is going on? We barely can say stuff, so we know we can't throw up. Can't throw up nothing. No. What is you doing? Getting my life together. Get your, <laughs> get your life, because we can't be out in these YouTube streets throwing up gang signs. YouTube gonna be like, "What is y'all doing?" You know, everybody won't. <clears throat> we not finna talk about the girl. <laughs> hey y'all! Everybody woke. Hey, y'all. I'm just saying, everybody woke. Everybody How woke with sleep. How you yeah. woke and dead? Everybody's definition of woke is different. Like, how, we can't even agree on what it means. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But what's up, y'all? They don't <laughs> like not even playing. They, they really don't understand. Anyway, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to season three of your favorite international podcast, Dear Christian Black Girl. I am one of your hosts, Jerry Alicia, and I got my two sisters with me, Takesha Morris and Tiffany Diller. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm so excited. Y'all, so we excited. are we are so excited about season three. We don't know what this season is going to bring. We don't know what God is going to do. But I'm just excited about it either way. Like, God be doing what God be doing, right? It just, it just is what it is. And so I'm super excited that we are back for season three. Now, Takesha, you, you've been with Dear Christian Black Girls since the beginning. Did you think we was going to make it to season three? I did. Okay. But... But. Wait, let me phrase that. <laughs> I did, but, right? But. Because I knew, I knew that we had something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because of how it was developed. Because we would talk on the phone in the mornings, every morning, really. And our conversations would go on for hours in the morning. And then we were like, we need to be talking to other people about this. Because mm-hmm. other people want to get in on these conversations. So I knew that we had something special. 
but I also knew that I had a full-time job, you have a thriving business, and then we had our families in the mix. So things started coming up and vacations and sick days and things started happening. And I didn't know that, I knew that we would go beyond season three, but I just didn't know how we would make it trying to bring our schedules together. Yeah, how that was going to look. The scheduling. Listen, if you are a podcaster and you podcast with other people, you know what we're talking about. The scheduling be a thing, okay? Because all three of us are very busy. All three of us have businesses and ministries. And Takesha and Tiffany work a full-time job. So the scheduling, it don't be scheduling all the time, right? But, you know, it don't be scheduling all the time. (laughs) <laughs> let's just be honest about this thing right sometimes if you're like mm, we're gonna have to figure this thing out we're gonna have to maneuver some stuff but god is faithful i think i think that's the whole point god is faithful because even with our crazy schedules even with everybody having a family even with full-time jobs and you know ministries and businesses on top of all that we hear y'all What's up? We are here. And so we are super excited that we are back for season three. So listen, Takesha, how's your heart today? You know, I have to be very honest. Today, my heart is good. And you know, that's one of my favorite questions, right? I I like to ask it. You're where I got it from. I I don't like to necessarily answer it. Well, I'll put you in the hot seat today. But today my heart is good. Um, I am I am learning to take every day moment by moment. And I'm not saying I'm learning this because that's been going on for like the last seven months. Because y'all know my situation. Y'all know. You know what I'm saying? But I am learning that I can't, like literally God gives us grace for the moment. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, And so I think that God gives us grace. It makes me think about, how he gave the children of Israel manna for the day. Mm-hmm. And if you try to carry, if they try to carry it over for the next day, it would spoil. And so I realized that I was living my life hours ahead of what was happening. Mm-hmm. I was already like counting myself out or wondering how I was going to make it hours, days, weeks, months in advance. And I hadn't even gotten past 630 in the morning and I'm already three weeks from now. How, why, when, what? And so I am just learning to just thank God in that moment. Thank him for the grace that I'm able to still stand in that moment. Thank you for what I was able to accomplish in that moment. You know what I mean? So I'm just learning how to live in the moment. Prepare, yes, but learning how to like just just live in the moment. So today, today. in this moment, my heart is really good. My okay, heart so, so what you're saying is that you are learning how to prepare but not be consumed by the future? Is that what you're saying? I'm just asking, what? Why does that happen every time I say something? <laughs> y'all just be giving me looks like, whoa! It just because makes that sense. Was powerful. I okay. am learning. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. To say it again, I'm learning how to prepare. You're learning to prepare, but not be consumed by the future. Yes. Tweet that. Thread that. <laughs> yeah, because we, we we don't do Twitter because Twitter is toxic. Do you call threads bitches? Do you call it? No. 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 I don't call it anything. So because I'm not on there. Tiffany so, said no, no. We're not, we're not, like, we're not doing that. That's, that's what I mean. Like, no. Like, wanna, girl, no. What do you mean? No. We want to keep it a thread. <laughs> but what do you say? I'm threading? Yeah. 
I'm making it a stitch. Stitch that. Because, you know, thread okay. makes But, you know, no. stitch is something else in social media. That's when you um, take somebody else's reel and respond to it. You know, that's... Um, okay. Yeah, that's why I said you can't use stuff without <laughs> knowing what it is. You can't, you can't, because it's always something else. It, and it's it, like, well, well, that it's we're not dictionary, those are not dictionary words anymore. Like, everything has a new tip. Every, literally, everything is something different. Uh, Tiff, everything. how's your heart, boo? Heavy, heavy, okay. <clears throat> I, I'm I want you to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a song in my spirit for you. I'm telling you, almost. I'm telling you, there's a song. Okay, so Talk to so, so finish this sentence. You're heavy, but like I want you to add a but to that because I don't, I really don't want you to just leave it at heavy because that's that's kind of depressing and we not we not doing that. So, I mean, it's heavy, but I mean, I'm encouraged. Okay, just, I, um, I can take that. I can deal with that. Yeah, I can take I'm that. Why? Let's, ready let's, to move let's, past this. Let's map that out. What I think, I think that that's that's troublesome. Heavy but encouraged. Like you said, no, it's depressing. Like she, she can't. Why can't she be heavy and not? No, 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 no. Um, what I'm saying is, I just didn't want her to just leave it at heavy because a lot of times. But what if that's all she had? If, if she would have said that, I would have been like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I know Tiffany. Uh, I do too. But so the reason why I asked that is because, you know, I think that especially as women, we are always, it's almost like an unwritten requirement that we have to be good even when we're not. Well, like, no, I no, just no. can't so, say, yeah, not yeah. for you. I'm just saying there, it feels like there's an unwritten requirement. Where I just can't it kind of is though, like like in a general sense, not in not in our situations, but like in a general sense, it mm, it is. But for Tiffany, because uh, I have coached her and I know her, uh, I ha the Lord usually leads me to ask her probing questions, and she she doesn't like it all the time, but it's, it's I don't. But it's okay because you do the same thing for me. <laughs> Tell me you don't. I do. Tell me you don't. <laughs> I do. Exactly. I do. Exactly. And so sometimes I'll ask her like really random questions that she'll just be looking at me like, girl, if you don't get out my face, but I'm going to answer it anyway, because I love you and you're my sister. So that's what be happening. We know the random questions. I'm just saying, I just be asking questions. Speaking of random questions. Sorry for interrupting your answer, Tiffany. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tiffany. No, it's it's fine. I mean, because we, we are required to just push through. A lot of and times, everybody yeah. else gets to. Especially when you are a strong person, when you're labeled a strong person. And for me, that's what I'm labeled. So I am to push through. And even if I'm standing in front of somebody bleeding, they're not seeing it. Oh, you good. You, yeah. You'll get through it. And it's like, no, I'm having. Like, I'm really having a hard time. I'm over yeah. right there. I, I'm feeling it. Because right now I'm like, I'm feeling the pressure. Like, I'm really feeling the pressure. But at the same time, I know that I have to remain encouraged because it's like my flesh feels one way but my spirit feels another way so it's like i'm just being toddled back and forth to kind of and that's where i'm at okay. okay and that's fair absolutely um now when you say heavy but encouraged is it like are you really encouraged or are you saying you're encouraged because that's how you want to feel 
No, I have faith in God because I understand that my faith and my trust is being tested. Okay. And I understand that this this place and space in my life is a process. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm going through that process. And then, too, I'm encouraged because God keeps me encouraged. Like, he keeps confirming his word. It's just that I'm in a place and space to where I have the question in my mind, like, okay, well, when is this going to happen? Because it seems like we've been here for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking, like, okay, am I learning everything? Did did I? Am, is this, is it more? Um, I can feel it coming towards the end, but it's it's like at the end, it's kind of a lot of. It, I just feel the pressure. Mm, okay. More than I felt before. Like I really, really feel the pressure. And at times in my mind, I'm thinking like, how in the world did we get? How did I get here? Like what? Because it seemed like I just thrust. I was just thrust at this point, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm trying to process the steps that it took to get here, and I can't figure it out. But at the end of the day, I know that <clears throat> it's going to be a turn. It's. I know it's big. I know it's more than I can imagine on the other side. But it's just like, okay, I'm I'm tired of swinging a sword. You know, I'm really tired of swinging a sword. I feel like I'm swinging a sword every day. I feel like I have the sword in my hand more than I have anything else in my hand. And my arm is tired. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of getting up. I'm tired of patching bruises. I'm tired of being on the high. And then just quickly as I'm on the high, I'm dropped to a low. So it's just like, you know, it's, it's I am in a space and place where Takeshi is. I'm just living life by the moment because I don't know from one day to the next. I don't know from one moment to the yeah. next. I'm just going in it and then just still trying to decree and declare, stand on his word, believe him, trust him. Like, I literally feel like Joe just wondering, like, okay, I, I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm trying to figure And I mean, I know, but then it's like, okay, God, like, well, sometimes why me? And then, of course, you're going to get that, well, why not you? And then it's like, okay, well, how long are we going to be here? And then you have people on the outside that may look at it and think, well, oh, is is this going on? That It's like, no, it's a complete process. And then you're like, okay, how long are we going to be here? Because this don't feel good. I don't feel like, I don't feel no momentum. I just feel like I'm just climbing or I'm steady trying to put knots in rope in the rope to, to hold on because I can feel myself slipping. I can feel myself getting out. Like feel like I'm standing in line and I'm like, I got to get out of line because this is too much. But I know the encouragement part is I can't get out of line because I feel the closeness of it like, it's a blink of an eye and it's everything is going to be different. So I can't get this far. And now it's like you boxing. Like I don't train for this. I'm in a ring and I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to, I got to keep go from round, from round, from round, from round. And I know I can't stop fighting. I can't stop swinging because when you boxing a boxer, they, they win the fight by points. If it's not a straight knockout, I got to keep hitting them because I got to build my points up. So I can win this by a point. And so what happens if that one swing is the knockout? 
But if I don't swing, I don't know. And so that's why I'm mad. I, I just can't stop, but I cannot ignore what my flesh and my, my emotions are feeling like. This is just too much. Mm-hmm. This is a lot, but I just can't wait to get on the other side of it. Um, just like Joshua and them did. They had to fight, and I had to read that like the, for the third time. <clears throat> but I'm glad that I'm I got more understanding this third time around because they had to fight. They crossed over to the promised land. And what's so so very strategic about God is like they they move from the east to the west. I moved from the east to the west. Mm-hmm. And I had to cross over a river to get to the west. And so that's all God was showing me. Like, okay, go again and, and read it again. And so I had to see that they had to fight. I didn't know that they had to go through Jericho to get to the, the promised land. I thought they were just conquering it. But they literally had to go through Jericho. So they had to tear, they had to tear down Jericho. They had to tear down AI, which they end up having to fight him twice because they lost the first time for disobedience. And then they had to go back. So I've been a repeat offender, repeat offender at times. Then I had to turn around and they literally had to fight 31 kings. So that's 31 kingdoms that they had to fight. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the one group of people that lied to get their way in. And then the Canaanites that they had to fight. And they really didn't have, they fought them, but some of the Canaanites was like, we ain't moving. We ain't going nowhere. So now you're just going to live with us, but you're going to be forced labor. Like Joshua was old, an old man about to die by the time he got to, to the promised land, like to get to where they got to a place of peace all around them. But what I have to, the encouragement part of that is just like every battle they fought, God fought with them. Mm-hmm. They just had to follow the instructions. So it was never like they didn't have to fight it. They did, but they had to follow his instructions because they had to get what they had to get. So that's where the heavy and the encouragement comes in it because I can imagine for Joshua, that's heavy. My leader done died. Now I got to stand up and take over where he left off. Now I got to cross over some people that half of them may trust me, half of them may not. I don't know what I'm doing. Now we got to continue to fight. You're saying we're in the promised land. We was fighting in the wilderness. How are we coming over to the promised land fighting? We still got to fight. And then we got to go through all this fighting before we get to possess the land. Yeah. I, I, I can. So it's a lot. Yeah. And I can understand that um, it being a lot, but you know we praying for you, so we got you, um, Jerry. How's your heart? I just feel like doing it, um, <laughs> Jerry. How's your heart? I actually have the joy of the Lord, and I realized that that's what it was like two days ago. Because I was like, "Why do I feel so happy?" Like literally, I feel like a little kid, and I, I, I didn't understand why, but I'm glad about it because y'all. So this is a revelation that the Lord gave me Um, for like the last year and a half. It's been warfare after warfare after warfare from my nephew being hit by a car off his motorcycle to my uncle passing away and seeing my mama, my aunt and my grandma grieve all at the same time to like a lot of family stuff being on my shoulders. It's just been a lot. And so I realized that I was asleep. I didn't know I was asleep, but I realized that you wasn't I, woke. I was not. Your girl was not woke at all. I was 
I was the definition of autopilot and I didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Like I was, and one day I was praying and the Holy Spirit said that you were just kind of existing. You were just going about and it confirmed me. Remember Tikish the other day I said that chef said that she needed to call me immediately and that my meeting with her couldn't wait until after Train to Conquer. So she called me and she said, girl, I had a dream about you. Now, the thing about chef is me and her don't talk on the phone like that unless it's business, right? And so when chef was on live, she was like, Jerry, yours is kind of urgent. So I'm going to call you today because it can't wait. And I'm like, oh, I get, like my anxiety went through the roof. I was like, God, what did I do? I don't understand. I was like, God, what did I do? I don't know what's happening. And so she called me. And she said that during her fasting with Train and Conquer, she had been praying and whatever. And she said one day she was praying for me specifically. No, she said one day she was asleep and she had a dream. And in this dream, I had this like backpack on, but I was just wandering around. I was like, oh, that tracks. Okay. (laughs) And so she said she kept calling my name, but I never responded. And she said that um, she saw other people and that she was asking them about me. And they were like, we don't know who you're talking about. We haven't seen anybody. And so she said, she just kept calling my name, uh, asking me where I was going. And I, and I kept telling her, I don't know. And like the third or fourth time, I guess I got annoyed with her. And I was like, for the last time, I don't know. I was like, that, that kind of tracks. That, that kind of tracks. And so... She was like, later on, she saw me again in the dream, but later on she saw me and I was really built. And she said the revelation the Lord gave her was like, even though uh, she was like, no more, you got to stop wandering, get your life together. I was like, okay, chef. <laughs> okay. Uh, but she said, number two, even though you were wandering, the Lord is building you up. I was like, oh. Hallelujah. Okay. And so, yeah. And so I realized that I was asleep. I realized that I was literally just trying to get through the moment. Like, it's the difference between letting God lead you day to day and you just existing day to day. Like, for y'all, y'all doing it right. I'm so proud of y'all because y'all doing it right. Y'all are letting God lead you. Oh, I wasn't. I mean. I wasn't at first. Yeah. And so for for about two years, I've been just existing. Um through this life. And so the other day I, I like really had the joy of the Lord. I was just like, God, thank you. That even, even when I didn't realize it, you were still there with me. Even when I didn't realize it, you, you still had my back. So yeah, I have the joy of the Lord. Cause I just, I just realized like nothing really changed in my like life, right? Nothing drastic changed. Right. But I just realized like, like girl, like this, this is your life. You got to live it. Like you can't just exist or you got to actually live it. And so, yeah, so I, my heart is happy. I have the joy of the Lord. I'm excited, um, about what God is doing. Uh, I'm excited about Halo Creative Services uh, I am excited about Moon Prep. I am excited. God is doing some things, like even today. So I have a client who's been a longtime client who's like family. Um, and he has a project coming up. And the headshot he sent me, I was like, I'm not putting this on a flyer, sir. <laughs> no, literally tomorrow, I called him. And I said, do you have a, a different photo? Because the one you gave me is really grainy and blurry. He was like, no. Uh, my other friend who's a photographer said that um, that I needed the same thing, but we couldn't really get up. I said, what are you doing tomorrow? 
He was like, nothing. I'll be at work. I was like, okay, I'm coming to your job and I'm going to take some pictures. Didn't tell him a price, nothing, right? Because I just didn't feel led to. So I get there today. I do my thing. I'm uploading pictures. He was like, yeah, uh, I got an email from you saying that I owe you some money from the website, but we're not finished yet. I was like, oh, don't worry about that because I, I know. I was like, I just forgot to change the date on it. Don't worry about it. You're good. And so I'm getting ready to leave. He was like, yeah, so yesterday... Uh, when when the email came through, he was like, God, I don't owe her no money. And he was like, God told me you're coming all the way out here because he was in like North Gwinnett County. He was like, you're coming. God told me you're coming all the way out here. You're not charging me anything. So I'm going to go ahead and pay you now. And he gave me cash. I was like, oh. we like cash. <laughs> we do. We, do. <laughs> we do. And I was like, I wasn't even expecting that. I just really, I didn't want to put him on that flyer like that. Cause like, that's the homie. Like that's, that's like family. I was like, I'm not finna do you like that. And I'm definitely not finna put my name on it. So let me just, I have a camera. I'm going to come to you. And he was like, I really appreciate you because you, you know, you didn't, you was like, let's, let's just get it done. Like, you just there and so i'm excited y'all like seriously um i don't think i've been this excited about life in a good two to three years so this is different for me um because i'm just like god what's happening i don't i don't know what's happening but i'm okay i won't say okay i am comfortable with letting god lead right now Amen. so yeah so yeah That's my powerful. heart is glad Tiffany. I need you to take, Jerry just said something, and I think it was a prophetic word for you. She said, very simply, I wasn't expecting that. That was for you. That was for you. That's going to be your, that's your testimony. I wasn't expecting that because you have a plan. Okay, so what's, what, what are we talking about tonight? No, you can't do that. What what is wrong with you, man? We we can have a sidebar conversation. Like we can you you have literally already said it on the recording. You can't do that. Look, this is the hour of the prophetic. And this is dear Christian. And I mean it is is. and then this is the hour of the prophetic. Because like we're my prayer for all of us, I always pray, is that like literally when we because we always say god thy kingdom come like literally that we have heaven on earth because we're not citizens of this world and so therefore we need to operate in our citizenship like you know when you have people that are immigrants and they're from here they do everything in their power that to continue to walk in their culture even though they're in america like you can go into their house and you be like and and we're in the same country because it just don't look the same until you go outside and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I was just down the street from the Walmart. But you, you know, they surround themselves <laughs> with their own their culture. And you be yeah. like, well, goodness. And you took me into a whole new world. And that's how it has to be um, when it comes with us. And then now the prophetic is going to be more, more like, outgoing and more than anything to where you know of course we're going to have to know we're going to have to ask god to increase our discernment of spirits but because people are going to be out here you know hey satan got the people you know there everybody can have the gift you know those that have the gift of prophetic but it's not unto repentance so they can use it on both sides we just got to use that but it's going to be uh very prominent because it's going to be a showdown Oh, absolutely. So with that being said, Tekisha Talk, 
my God answers by fire. Okay. So Tiffany, um, what I'm sensing in the spirit is that that word was for you. I wasn't expecting that. And so when God tells you something, you take it very literally, like very literally, and there is no gray or white with you with God. And while that is a beautiful thing, you have also boxed God in. God is very creative in how he answers his promises to us, right? And so if God said three bedrooms, you wouldn't even look at a fourth bedroom. You wouldn't even look for a place with a fourth bedroom because you're like, "Mm -mm, that's not it. That that ain't it. He said three. (laughs) Not realizing that that third bedroom was considered a bonus room for something else, right? Like you, your Mm -hmm. mind kind of goes there. And so what I sense the Lord is saying is like, release the rain. I'm going to answer you. And I'm going to do exactly what I told you to do, but give me the ability to answer you the way that I want to. So just release, just release that control of on September 13th at exactly 3.33 a.m. Like just unless the Lord gave you a specific date and time and said, well, look for me here. Loosen up. Keep it Loosen up. up. Keep and it your up. testimony is going to be, I wasn't expecting that. Because what God and you know what greater. It's so much greater. And it's that's confirmation because I I seen a vision of me and my husband was sitting on the bed and he just looked at me and he asked me, he said, Bay, is this our life? And I could tell we were sitting there processing it because we were just staring out. But we were just sitting there. And I was like, Yeah. Because I've even been telling him, I said, the way, the only way that I could describe it is like somebody going, you know, we don't, we don't buy a lottery to get a disclaimer out here. But just as the analogy that I could kind of break it down for him of what I was feeling is that it's like somebody going and buying a lottery ticket earlier that day. And then you go home. And then, of course, you've been buying lottery ticket after lottery ticket after lottery ticket. So you're thinking, oh, okay, I'm gonna listen, you know, I'm just gonna go tune in to check my numbers. But this day, your numbers came up, and it's like from that moment of buying that ticket, how your life was to the moment now that you are a billionaire. Now it's like, whoa, like what we do now? Yeah, and that's what and I, I had. A that's dream. what I've been feeling. That's so funny you said that because I had a dream about your bishop and your first lady, and my husband and I were with them. And they brought us to their house and, and Jesus, Lord, help my heart. Cut this off the broadcast. So, um, we went to their house and when we got to their house, I was just kind of like, oh my God. Like I was just looking around in amazement. Like, is this their life? You know what I mean? Like, but it didn't feel, it felt like it was my life. Like we were in their house, but it was kind of like my introduction, if that makes any sense. Like mm-hmm. it was almost like, I'm gonna walk you through my house. So when you get to your house, you know, you, 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 you gonna be out, you know, you ain't gonna fall apart mm-hmm. and hit the floor and be like, oh my God, like you gonna walk through my house. So when you get to your house, you'll be able to stand. Like that's what it felt like. And so we got mm-hmm. to Bishop's house and we got outside and his yard was so green. It was like plush, but it was on a hill. So you could overlook like the mountains and the trees and just the cityscape. And his grandchildren were there. I don't even know if he has little grandchildren, but they had like this little brown. I know he has grandchildren, but I mean like little, little ones. But um, they had this little brown dog and the dog was just running around and he got outside. And so he, Bishop starts running around with the kids. 
um, Lady Sarita is talking to Chris, like like motherly, like she's talking to him in the background and Bishop and I are walking outside. So the grandkids are playing with the dog. So Bishop gets out there and Bishop is like 80 in the dream, but 60 in body stature, like very young, jovial, youthful. He's playing with the dog, playing with the kids. So he finishes playing with the kids and we start walking towards like the property, like looking over this expanse. And I just said, Bishop, like, honestly, like, how does it feel to be here? And he said, I wouldn't lie and tell you that I don't love it. I wouldn't lie and tell you I love it here. And I was like, me too. Like, it was like that feeling like I never said out of my mouth, me too. But it was almost like he was ushering me, ushering. They were ushering us into our into our next. And I woke up and it was like I could smell it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know. But, you know, no, I get it. It's that kind of thing. So when you when you are walking with the Lord, like you said something as well. You said that um, that you was talking about how the children of Israel, how they had to. Uh, you said thirty one kings was it thirty one kingdoms they had to war against. Like when you think about that, it makes me think about what is is Tiffany and Michael and Jerry and Douglas and Keisha and Chris. What are you conquering on your way to the promised land? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. What are you defeating and destroying on your way to the promised land? And that walk seems very treacherous. It seems very daunting. Sometimes it feel like our husbands are back there and we like, where you at, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, I'm tired from swinging and you looking around like you don't see me out here. Like, where you at? But the things that we are conquering on our way to that promised land where we could smell the salt air right when we get that good oxygen because of all the trees you know what i mean when we got the good landscapers you know what i mean like what are you conquering and i'm just so excited about the strength i'm so grateful how chef shared that dream with you jerry that you were even though it looked like you were wandering you were still with the lord the only way you're gonna get strong in the lord is if you're still with him you see what i'm saying because you would have been out there with backpack and malnutrition, right? You malnourished. You that backpack would have been as big as your head. You know what I'm saying? Like you would have just but to know that even in that process of conquering and moving from place to place that God is strengthening. And so I'm excited to see what the Lord is going to do in our lives. I'm excited about this season 3 that we have. Like you know what I'm saying? This season is going first. to be bananas. It, it like is kind of journey, right? Like yeah. that journey of just taking that journey, the the valleys and the mountains, the streams and the dry places, walking that out. And, and that's why I asked like at the beginning, why is it that we always have to be okay? Why, you know what I mean? Like when yeah. we think about that as women, it's like, it's okay to not be okay, but yeah, it's not absolutely. okay to not be encouraged. But that's what I like when you said, I'm glad you did, but I wanted to ask that question because you know I'll be needing answers. But when you said Tiffany, like, but I'm still encouraged. The Bible tells us to encourage ourselves, which mm-hmm. means we don't have an option but to encourage ourselves when it feels like our head is heavy. Like, what did David say in the Psalms? Like, my enemy encompassed me all about. Like, they all around me. Like, they, they too everywhere. strong for me. They are everywhere. They everywhere. They everywhere. And, and the great man that he was, he showed his weakness. And, and that, I can understand why... Yeah, I can understand why his mantle is mine, but I I, I don't because it is it, it's always like, encouraged himself. He always yeah, he always did, and I have to. But yeah. you are with me. 
but you keep me st- like that. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about this season, y'all. I am. I'm too. amped. I am too. So y'all, let's talk about current events. Uh, to get you, you got one you want to talk about? Uh, current. Uh, you know, I kind of been out of the loop. I kind of, you know what I mean. I've been kind of out of the the current events loop for the last so. Month. Um, lately in Christian history. So I don't know if you know, but Kirk Franklin came out with a mini documentary. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. The, and I know people, you when people, me off camera no, right no, 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 no. Listen, because when you watch it, you're going to cry that it was powerful. No, but you are. I'm not. I know. But you. I'm not even going to watch it. You should. No, it's, I should It's not that type of documentary. It's not like a lifetime. I want to see it. Okay. I'm not. Is you, are you not a fan of Kirk? <laughs> not anymore. Cousin Kurt, Uncle Kurt. Okay. He ain't my cousin. He ain't my uncle. Okay. Okay. That's why I can. I can. Let me it. tell y'all something, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of our ministers at church said this to me: "Everybody ain't a sister, and everybody ain't a brother." Okay. Now yes. I, I am not God. I am not, but I am still tight. And I know people say, girl, I'm tight over what you said last week, okay? But I am still tight over that lion and lamb rap that he did. That's a okay, real so problem Okay, so let's talk about me. that. So I heard I heard some of the rap. I didn't see anything wrong with it because for me, it, listen. Okay, so we're doing that. I, I I got yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. Because I this is this is what I when when he cause said because I, I know it, everybody was up in arms about him saying the goat, but I think that yeah. we have to look at the context of it. Was he saying goat as in the enemy goat, or was he saying the goat greatest of all time? Of all time. That's, That's what, what I, what I got from saying. it. That's what I thought he was saying was that he, you know, he's a lion and the lamb. He's the goat. Like he's the greatest of all time because we be, we saying, that's why I be saying these words don't be the words in the definitions of the same word. Right. And so <laughs> that, that's what I got from it. And so I, I wasn't put off by the rap. I was just like, okay, yeah, Jesus is the goat. He's the greatest of all time. He is. Yeah. That's what I took from it. That's, nah. that's, that's but, what I got from I mean, it because. Everybody was up in arms. And I understand, like, okay, certain things mean certain things. But, like, that that's just what I got from it. So, I wasn't, I was like, okay, Christ, Here's Here's I'm why. Like, you bold to call God, uh, to call, you know, Jesus Moloch. Because that's who the goat is. Moloch. <laughs> that's who yeah, he is. So. You know? I mean, in the Bible-wise, you know what I'm saying? So, that's why I was just, you know, I, I mean, but I get how people like the goat. What you calling Jesus the goat? You know what? No, he said something about the the no. He said the lion, he said the, the lion, lion and the lamb bow down, down, down to the goat. To the goat. Down that's to the, the goat. Problem. Yeah, that's what it was. Here's why I yeah. have issue with that, right? And I'm like, Kurt could have repented. Okay, Kurt yeah. could have repented and said, you know what, Lord, slip of the tongue, slip of, you know what I mean, like. I was trying to be edgy. I was trying to be relevant. But this is one of the things that the, the Bible tells us. It tells us in Romans 12 and 1, right? Running through 1 through 2. In the message version, it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Mm-hmm. It is possible mm-hmm. that Kirk was not thinking in that moment, right? This is Romans 12, 1 through 2 in the message version. The reason why I had an issue with this, because number one, it was a secular show. No problem with the show. You, you understand what I'm saying? But we have to understand the arena that we were in. 
We were mm -hmm. already in an arena that does not worship the same God that we worship. He was in an arena that at this particular award show that was heavily demonic based on, you know, what was said. I didn't watch the whole show, didn't even, but was heavily, de heavily demonic, like outright seances and devil worshiping on the stage for some people's performances. So I'm saying put this in context of where you are. And then you, as someone who professes Christ, has the ability to shift that atmosphere. You come into agreement with them and say the lion and the lamb who, God, who Jesus is represented as in the Bible. The lion and the lamb will bow down to the goat that they have been exalting all night. That's That was the so, issue that I took with you. So, so that was your perspective. Oh, okay. And I, I can understand that perspective, but yeah, from, from what I'm saying is that may not have been what he was trying to do. That may not have been his motive. So I don't want to, I don't want to. This is what Tiffany said. No, I can't say to speak about his motives. What I'm saying is, is that as we are on this journey, right? Allowing the Lord to lead us, that is one of the things. And I'm not saying that I've perfected this, right? I'm not saying that, but that it just, it just gut punched me. In the sense, because like you said, Tiffany, we have to pray for the gift of discerning of spirits because had right. Kurt, in my thought, like, had he assessed the situation in the spirit, I am, I believe that the Lord would have checked him on that because you, you, you are in, you are in this situation where they are exalting the goat where they are exalting Baphomet, where they are exalting all these false deities. And we know our God as the lion and the lamb, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you say that, it sounds like I'm coming into agreement with what, you, what you're putting out here. And so that yeah. is where I took issue. Okay. So it, it's just like me being a, a, a marriage, you know, I was like, <laughs> saying, I am not a therapist. Being a marriage coach, right? A wife coach. Oh, yes. And I go to one of one of my wives or have a conference or talking publicly. And I say, well, marriage is nothing but a piece of paper. Y'all would be looking at me like, what? Like mm -hmm. God honors marriage. What do you mean it's a piece of paper? How do you get to say that as a Christ believer? You don't get to say that, that it's just a piece of paper. No matter the, no matter the situation I'm in, I don't, I don't have the liberty to speak like that. I just don't have the liberty. And so that is what bothered me so much by that, because I'm just like, I know you make music for the people, right? And I, be great. Like, let Jesus get to, to, to the people, like, do what you got to do. But that, to me, in that situation, in that arena where they were already exalting their God, lowercase g, it's almost like he walked in and said, y'all right, I'm going to rap with y'all and say the same thing, because that's what it felt like. It felt like a gut punch. And I was mad about that. Okay. But what Kirk intention was, I don't know. I wasn't with him when he wrote the rap. Might have sound great, might have sound fancy, but that language, the lion and the lamb, he should have said the dog and the cat. Like, I don't know. Just <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> Nothing is gonna be cut out, man. <laughs> but well. Never thankful for these are our conversations so and they are they are they are but that hurt my heart y'all that really that that stung that really stung i was just like 
Let me delete Kirk off my playlist right quick. But it was, it was, it, after that was when I got mad about the radio stations. Remember, Cherry, I told oh, you. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> can't keep, oh, you kept hearing Kirk? No, no, because the radio said she wanted them to pay be Christian, but I was like, but they told you it's not necessarily Christian, it's inspirational, it's a difference. And she was mad, and I was like, she was upset about that. I was upset at first, but I'm telling you, people people love to stay in that inspired realm Mm -hmm. because it feels good to be inspired or be an inspiration. You don't have to be accountable. You don't have to be held accountable when you're inspiring. Exactly. Because then it's like, I'm still learning. And we are, right? We we are going to be perfected on the day of Jesus Christ. We None Absolutely. of us got it together. We all going to say mm-hmm. stupid stuff. We all going to have a Kirk moment. I hope I don't work these. But we all going to have a moment where we say something stupid out of our mouths and it wasn't the intent. You know what I mean? We were just trying to be relevant in the moment and we are going to have those moments. But I think that when we begin to assess situations for what they are, like that inspiration station, like Jerry said, she was like, they never told you they was a Christian station. They told you they was an inspiration station. Christian and I was music like, sometimes, but they never said that they were Christian. I said, you right. You got me there. You right. Just because they play the majority of gospel artists doesn't make them believers. They just play the majority of gospel artists, you know? So, you know, yeah. there's my hot topic. There's that. See why? You... Well, can we decree and declare that we waiting on our student loan letter? <laughs> For Listen, one of my friends loan. just told me that she just got hers. They they wiped out her student loans. Oh, wow. Praise God. Dollars. In the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. and she's a believer, so period on that. Okay? Do it again, God, with the same power and authority. Period. Let so it funny. come by here, dear Lord. Come oh, by, yes, Lord. Oh. Yes, Lord. I'm waiting for wow. my little. I'm literally waiting. That is Listen, yeah. yeah, but I know I get passionate about stuff, but I just think that we are in the world, like you said, Tiffany, so many um, false prophetic voices are going to be coming up because God gives us gifts without repentance. And so while they may have insight into things or wherever they got their insight from, like we just have to be very mindful um, because people are going to be springing up, you know, saying, Lord, Lord, and that ain't, we ain't talking about the same Lord. We're not talking about the same God. And I think that as Christians, we often sometimes get so caught up with people saying horrible things about us. Like we're not loving, we're not caring that we conform because we don't want people to think that we aren't loving or caring. So we conform. Right. And so I, I just don't. I, yeah. I think that's like two edges because on one hand, you know, we, we, people say, Oh, Christians are evil or Christians, you know, they're not loving whatever. And so we just, we just do all the things. Right. But on the other hand, how can I, how, they said Jesus wasn't Just loving them. No. So on the, uh, on the <laughs> other hand, we can be so dogmatic and we can be so zealous that we don't show love. We just show principle and we just show regulations, but there's no grace and love in it. So I think that we got we to gotta find a happy medium of both to where, no, we're not going to just let you do anything. Yeah. But no, I'm not right. finna just tell you that you're going to hell all day, every day either. Because yeah. who are we? 
Right. You're not going to get up in a choir stand with a whole roll blunt in your hand and be singing. You know, you're not going to do that. But I'm also not going to judge you with a roll blunt because I've been in the weed circle, so I know what that's like. Right. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, we we know he's going to deliver you. You just can't be right up here. It's just certain stuff you can't do. Like, some places sacred, and we got to still have order. Yeah. In the house of the Lord, there still has to be order. Like, come on now. We can't say that they're going to be ordered. We got a whole receipt of Jesus flipping over a table in the temple. Right. So we cannot say like, you know, and, and you know what? And that brought me to my like thought about, I was thinking about that. Like God has been giving me a lot of revelation since like, like season two. So I'm going to have a lot to say, but okay. um, one thing that he reminded me of, he was like, why are y'all trying to like why are we trying to conform he came here and they basically told this man to his face that he was a blasphemer like you blasphemy you know you're wrong you out of order you're not right you doing stuff who are you how he he's he was questioned several times um you know so you say you the messiah okay well if you the messiah this 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 and everything was out of order Nothing was in order when it came to, to Jesus being on this earth. His whole ministry was out of order. You know what I'm saying? According to them, according to these religious people. And so we're not even going to fit. We, If you are truly a believer of God, then you're not going to fit in with religion. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be too boxed in, too like stiff neck. Because it's like, wait a minute, like what is what is we doing here? We sitting here finna go through a whole regulation book of every law there is, or we finna get out here in the highway byways and, and get these people safe. Like he did he he did things for people that he wasn't supposed to, that they said we don't deal with them. Like the fruition woman, his, his she was like, you know what, hold on, Jesus, just paraphrasing. You said you don't want to give me the children's bread. That's fine. I take the crumbs. I just need you to do what you do like you do what you do. Right. And she had enough faith in him to say, look, I don't, I don't, I, I may not know all the protocols, but, but I know you, Lord. I, I know, know you, the Messiah. I, I know, know that his power, I know in your crumbs. In, in your crumbs. And even in the place of your name, I know that that demon that said my daughter know you. Mm-hmm. And so I need for you to come and do it. And so, what I had to think about it is that when we are truly connected with God, everything about our lives, everything about where we should, we should always walk into the room to disrupt because Jesus even said it. And he, he came, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm coming. It's going to be mother against daughter. Like, and like, cause me and my husband was reading that and he was like, why would he come and do that? And I told him, I said, the revelation that I get from that is that he's saying, I'm coming to disrupt your dysfunctional norm. Because this mother and daughter got a dysfunctional relationship, but they've been so dysfunctional so for so long, it's normal. I'm coming to strip that. I'm coming to strip that dysfunctional relationship between this father and his son. I'm coming to strip that dysfunctional relationship of tolerance between a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law. I'm coming to disrupt your, your so-called family dynamic or world dynamic or life dynamic because it's out of order and it's dysfunctional. And so, and, and everything that he represents is order. That's why they could always, they would try to ask him questions or whatever, but they could never defeat him. Because for one, I'm God in man. 
I'm still God, like, you know, but you see this man. So, okay, I'm going to give you what you're looking for, but I'm going to continue to let you know who I am. So what we have to understand is that nothing about our lives should be normal. We should always be a change agent. We should always come to be disrupted. Like that should be what it should be because that's what Jesus was. He was a disruptor and he he continued to disrupt. Yeah, but that's it makes me go back to that point that you said about conquering the conquering the nations, right? Conquering those mm-hmm. other nations um that they had to go through. So, we may walk into one nation not knowing that we can defeat them, right? We may walk into one situation, one life experience not knowing that we can defeat it. But by the grace of God when it is defeated, you know, even if we have to we're repeat offenders and we got to fight that that giant again, when we realize that wait a minute, I could take this one out when I got to go battle in the next land, I'm going to be stronger and that's the conforming to the likeness and the image of God. And, but that's our whole life, right? That's a process. I don't think that any person walking this earth has arrived. Like we all fall short. The Bible tells us that. So if we think that we don't, we're, we're, we're fooling ourselves. But I think that also as the children of God, we have to take on a lens of holiness and we have to be so mindful um, what we're coming into agreement with. You know, like we were just talking about, like, I just can't say, oh, you know, they're a Christian, so they get a pass. Oh, you know, it wasn't supposed, like, no, we got to call a spade a spade because that's what Jesus did, right? Because if he didn't, the the Sadducees would have been okay. They would have never, you Mm -hmm. know, they would have never been, I won't say targeted because Jesus didn't target them. That's the wrong word to use, but they never would have been made to review their rules and regulations, right? They would have never been required to review how you're really doing this thing because they thought they were doing it right, both of them. And they both had written evidence or written uh, truths, so to speak, on why they were right, why what they were doing were right. And it was, it's just like us, right? We have, we have reasons why we think what we're doing is right. Like we were talking about Kirk. He has a reason as to why he did as wise when we don't follow the order, you know, of marriage. We have a reason as to why in business. We we all have a reason as to why. But when we take the reason that we have and the Bible says, don't lean on your own understanding. Like don't don't do that. Cause you're gonna end up wrong every time. Like take take what you, you understand. What you think you understand. Take that and give it to me. And I think that when we do this catch and release with the Lord, like, Lord, this is what I'm thinking. This is why I think this is true. This is what, you know, Lord, help me to have a sober mind. What are you saying? What do you, what do you know to be true in the place of what I think to be true? Because there's a difference. And I think that even as we're journeying through our podcast, I, I feel like this is about to be a development year or a development season where like we look this way today. But at the end of this season, we're going to be three totally different women. And I think that the women that are going to be following us during this journey are going to be extremely different on the end of this season three, because I do believe that God is coming for our idols. He's coming for our thought processes. He's coming for our dysfunction. He's coming for what we think is right. He's coming for our boxes and our checklists. Um, Just all of that. I just since that just going to take a screenshot because we're going to look very different at the end of the season it's going to be and you know what this was what i wanted to share with y'all yesterday but i i knew we was going to talk today so one of my chapters in my book that i'm writing um marriage conversation with god i'm talking about hearing versus listening Mm -hmm. 
So I had read an article about hearing. It was literally say it literally says hearing versus listening. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is the one. So it breaks down hearing. It breaks down the definition with hearing and versus listening. So hearing is just a sound. You just hear a sound. Listening is that sound going through the process of your ear, your outer ear, inner ear, middle ear, into your um, auditorial gland and goes up into your brain. So when it goes up to your brain, your brain takes it in and then your brain starts to try to form what you're hearing with words that you've already heard and sounds that you've already heard. So when people say, do you hear me? Yeah, they hear you. They're going to say, yeah, because they heard a sound. But listening causes them to be able to hear it, understand it, and then physically or verbally respond to it. And so when I was, we was talking and like, y'all, like me and God talk all day. So if you saying that God don't talk to you, you ain't, you ain't listening. You ain't I listening. wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. I just have a different perspective wow. on that. Uh, well, I want to hear your perspective. I do. I do want to hear because I mean, because I was one to where I was always the one that said, I don't hear God. Or if I did hear, it'd be real random. And I'd be like, wait a minute. Whoa, who was that? You know, like a mm -hmm. ghost talking to me. But in this place and space where I am with God, I'm he's constantly talking mm -hmm. so in my mind it's like if i'm positioning myself and posturing myself in a place to hear him and then to listen to what he's saying he's going to keep i'm noticing he keeps when you keep hungering for a revelation he keeps feeding it to you like come on you want to go deep okay come on let's go let's go mm -hmm. deeper so when he was talking about me so then he he reminded me of this um the scripture um faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god and i was like Oh, you know, because also, you know, we know that God to each of us has a measure of faith within us. So we were already created with faith inside of us. And so I'm like, okay. And then he kind of helped me to understand, like, you know how, like you use that faith. And I'm like, well, how do we use that faith without being connected to you? And he was like, well, think about it. Like, um, people may... Um, you have faith in somebody, like say like Jerry, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I probably gave her a project and a task or whatever, but I have faith in her to know that she's going to do it. Like she's going to get it done, you know? Cause I had one client say, well, what happens if Jerry can't do it? What do you mean? There's no other option other than Halo Creative Services. So I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I said, I, I don't use fiber. I don't, there's no other option under Jerry because I have, I have faith in her to know that she's going to do it. And so we are always, we have always in our life been using faith. We just have to go through the, we want our faith to stay as a mustard seed when we need that faith to grow into a mustard tree. And we don't need it to stay, but in order for it to grow, it's going to have to be cultivated. It's going to have to go in some dark places. It's going to have to be watered. Things are going to have to happen. And so God was telling me, he said, the reason why people have an issue with faith is because of the sounds and the words that are already been programmed in their mind, their subconscious and conscious mind to where when somebody tells them, like you told me, don't keep God in the box, you know, let him out, let, let him be God, let him be God. And it's, a, it, and it's, that was confirmation because 
I had a situation last week and God said, let me do it. Stop trying to figure, just let me do it. And I'm like, okay. And I literally, when I, when he said, I literally have to raise my hands because me as a visual person, that's me. Like I have to let go. And so me having faith in God is because those words in my mind that I've been hearing, those sounds that's been connected to those words have been like, if you let it go, it's going to get out of control. It's going to go all over the place. You're going to lose stuff. You're going to this and it because my experiences, which have been my sounds and my words have caught reminding me that you did lose stuff when you let this go. You did lose this when you let somebody take over it. So I hold on to my faith so tightly to where, okay, I can, it's like, I know it's currency, but it's like a hoarder with the faith. And you like, mm, here, let me give you a, a, a piece of this. I can give you a dollar, a dollar worth of faith. Let me see what you do with a dollar. And that's what mm -hmm. he was saying. So that's why people have a hard time when they hear him to ex basically accept it and say, okay, God be it unto me. Like, Mary was like, okay, so how am I supposed to do this? Because I'm a virgin and I ain't never had sex with my husband. We ain't even married. I ain't trying to do that. So how are we going to do this? And he was, Gabriel said, da, 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 da. Okay, be it unto me according to that word. Because she had the, the sound and the words to connect with her faith to say, hey, I hear God. I hear you. I'm listening to you. So I understand. And I'm, my verbal response is going to be, be it unto me. But when Zachariah heard it, he was like, oh, no, we owe uh -uh, what, to where they let me shut you down. Because your voice, your words and your sound in your mind, what you've been hearing and listening to is you too Greater. old. Yeah. Yeah. She too old. You Y'all been trying to do this for too long. And so your faith is being tore down based off those sounds and those words that have been programmed in your mind. And I said, okay, then, God. So then I understand now what you tell tell us that our mind has to be renewed daily because every day it's a shutting down of those sounds and those words so that when faith is heard, we respond. Then you can respond to it. And then when you hear that word that's connected to that faith, to your faith comes, and then it says faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So then you done heard that by God. He done confirmed it in his word by a pastor or the sister prophesying to you or somebody, then you be like, oh, okay, now it's connected. Now I can stand on your word because my faith has come, it's activating that word that you're looking over to perform. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm starting to understand, you know, this faith thing and why it's so important. Yeah. yeah, why it's so important to that. But yeah, Jared, tell me about your perspective of not people not hearing God. I think that's a maturity thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's a spiritual maturity thing. So I don't want to say that if you don't hear God, then you're not listening. Because what if I'm mm -hmm. just not spiritually mature enough to know what I'm hearing or what I'm doing? And so mm -hmm. I, I and I and I say that for it for the young girls or maybe like just young Christians on, on here, like be like, dang, I don't hear God. Like I don't want somebody to take that sound bite and be like, dang, mm -hmm. I'm I'm not even a Christian or I'm not something like so that's that's why I said that. Um, because I just think like we're spiritually mature to a certain, certain level, the, the host of this podcast. Right. But we may have, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Some girls, sometimes I be feel like I'm in summer school. Like, but I'm, listen, I think, I, listen, I think we're always, I think we're always going to feel like bus. that. I'm back. I'm, like they come sure, back but... in like. Just sit down, baby. Just, you know the curriculum. Right. Just sit down. But mm -hmm, sit for down. the most part, 
we are of a certain spiritual maturity, right? Yeah. But there may be some people that are down here that even even though they may have been saved 10, 15 years, you know, they may have been in a church that didn't teach the the right way. They may, may have been in yeah. situations where they, they just didn't get it. And so I don't want them mm-hmm. to look at that and to hear that soundbite and feel some type of way because they might be like, but I am listening and I still don't hear mm-hmm. Right. And so I just, I just, that's why I said that because I just want like for everybody. Now for us, yeah. if we don't hear God, we're not listening. Oh, we definitely we not, not listening. And you know what? And I'm thankful that you said that. And I don't want to anybody to, you know, yeah. look, I'm going I'm to say this because I'm a sorry, not sorry type person. So y'all going to get to see me and know me in season three. But I do want y'all to understand if that came off to be offensive, I don't, I, I do, I am in agreement with what my sister said because I don't want you to feel like that. Oh, Tiffany said, I don't, I don't have no relationship with God because no, I understand it's, it's, it's levels to this, like for real. For real. You actually and gave strategy. Levels. That's actually what you gave. You gave strategy. You did say, you know, if you don't, if you're saying God is not speaking, you're not listening. But what you backed it up with is a strategy. Here's why I said that. Yeah, right. Yeah, when you hunger and thirst for the word of God, you'll keep going. And Jerry is saying that comes with maturity, right? That does mm-hmm. come with maturity because maturity says, I'm hungry, Lord, but I'm going to feast on your word. So I that does sound like agreement. And if you actually look at what I love is I love the word of God. If you look at Romans mm-hmm. 10, um, it goes 14 through 17, but it's in the message version. But this is what it says. Um, it says, um, does anyone care? God is anyone listening and believing a word of it? The point is, before you trust, you have to listen. Mm -hmm. Before Mm -hmm. you trust, you have to listen. But unless Christ's word is preached, there's nothing to listen to. Mm. How powerful. What version? That's the message version. What version are... But you know what? I think my message version is not updated with this Bible app. Because what what I'm reading is... But how can people call for help if they don't know who to trust? Oh, go down. How do they know? Go down to the, go down to the, after it says like a site to take your breath away. Do you see that? Uh uh Uh-huh. Start with, but not everybody is ready. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Yeah. So look at the, the, um, the third sentence there says, does anyone care? I see. Yeah. So yeah, I just started. Yeah. There was one of the things that the Lord had was showing me some time ago, and He was showing me like in the in the in the business world, there's something called the no like trust factor, right? KLT. Mm-hmm. Like when you know somebody, you spend a little time with them, you decide if you like them. If you decide that you like them, like oh, you know they cool people, like I, I can yeah, they that. that you begin um, I learned a lot of that in branding and stuff too with with um right yeah right oh coach coach taught me that oh really <laughs> yeah yes, so it's the no like trust factor right and it's it's the same thing with God it, like when we think about principles in the world like many of them came from they, biblical they principles, just be right? still a God stuff. No, no, do they it's steal it? No, they, they just be it? using it. I'm they saying have, use. They yeah. have capitalized on it, but that that's what we 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 are supposed to do, right? Take mm-hmm. the word of God and believe yeah. it, right? So it's that no like trust factor. And and it makes me think of this word right here that you brought up, Tiffany. Like we we gotta hear God. Like you said, Jerry, 
we got to mature. And so the way that we mature so that we can hear God on a consistent basis. So when he says, go left, we go left. When he say, let it go, we let it go is now I got to get to know you. How do I get to know you, God? By time with him. being in your word, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the word of God just said, unless it's God, Christ's word being preached, it ain't nothing to listen to. Like to change what we listen into, right? And so when we begin to change what we listen into, it's like, okay, I'm getting to know my Bible. I'm getting to know the God of the Bible. But I think what happens with Christians is, is that we go from being unsaved to this radical shift of, I got to know God, I got to love God, I got to, you know, be obedient. Like I, we go to this radical shift that we're supposed to be a mature Christian overnight. And then we find ourselves in these pits where we're trying to think like, oh my gosh, am I saved today? You know, what's happening? We go through this process. Did, did I hear God? Do I not hear God? What's happening? Why? Because we didn't take the time to know like trust. We didn't take the time to get to know this God of the Bible who we were just introduced to. Yes, he radically mm-hmm. saved your soul. Yes, that was an immediate thing when you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. But now you need to get to know him. When you get to know him, when you build a relationship of like with the Lord, like, I like being with you, Lord. Like when I'm here, like Jerry said, I just have the joy of the Lord. Like, like you said, Tiffany, everything ain't right, but I'm encouraged, right? All these things still happening. I'm saying to y'all, y'all know where I'm at. Like y'all know the situation my family is in right now, but God, I'm going to take it one moment at a time. Why? Because I'm getting to know the Lord. And when you get to know the Lord, we get to understand his mannerisms, his characteristics, how he moves, what he will do, what he won't do, what he says, what he won't say. And as even when we go through the dark times, because he, we have seen him move like, okay, I'm still standing. I woke up. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Okay. All right. We keep going back. And then we begin to like God. Like, wow, Lord, like you you really fed us last night and I didn't even know how that was going to happen. Like you, you really came through with what we, you know what I'm saying? Like you really came through for us. That's where I'm at. Right. I think about that even in, you know, there was a prophecy given over my husband and I, my husband wasn't even there, but my co-pastor said in three years, you and your husband are going to be walking in ministry together. You remember that Jerry? She said in three years. I remember you giving that testimony. The Lord is going to guess when the three years happen. Days before the year four was about to kick in, mere days, days before year four was going to kick in, that it was announced. We we had already been talked to by our pastors, right? But we we just kind of figure, oh, maybe they changed their mind because we ain't talking about nothing else. Then it got publicly announced, and we weren't even aware that it was getting ready to be publicly announced. You see what I'm saying? So, and, and that was mere days before year four came in. And so when you get to see God move in those manners, you're like, dang, I like him because he keep his word. He keep his word. Like, he said it. Like, I may have put it on the back burner, wasn't sure how this was going to work out. But he kept his word. And now when we see that, we begin to like the way God moves because we can trust him. That's when we walk into that trust factor. Because now, like you said, Tiffany, God said, take your hand off and let me do it. I, I, I know you. I like you. I love you. And I trust you. And I can throw my hands up knowing that you aren't going to leave me here. Knowing that even if it feels really dark before that four year mark hits and you told me year three, I don't care if it was 1158 when it got announced, God did what he said he was going to do. And so that I think as, as Christians, as women, that we have to give ourselves the grace to know, like, and trust. 
we have to give ourselves the grace to know, like, and trust ourselves because we are very different than who we were. But most of all with God, because he has such a huge plan for our lives. And if we think we're supposed to just be super saints overnight, we're going to fail and we're going to fall and we're going to stumble and we won't have the joy of the Lord that Jerry is feeling today. Because we're can always we, going to Can we be like, honest? Can we be honest real quick? Yeah. Most of the super saints don't have the joy of the Lord, if we if we really be honest. You know please why? See, because they, they operate in like Pharisees and Sadducees. Yeah, they please see beyond that holy Yeah. <laughs> It, they're what operating ma'am we just say why do you have an ad- God, attitude 24 7 365 and you say you, you, love not, Jesus. you don't you don't know the lord i'm tired of the holly favor listen holly can favor. we can I we am. stop with that phrase though i'm tired of it i'm tired of it. I am you blessed. know you don't feel blessed or highly favored at this moment i am highly favored all those Ooh. things are absolutely true i am blessed i am highly favored but when my sister was asked tonight, how's your heart? She said, heavy. It doesn't negate that you are blessed. It doesn't negate, it does that, not you're negate that you are highly favored. Doesn't ma- right? yes. It doesn't yes. negate that you love the Lord. It doesn't negate yes. any of that. But the matter of the fact is, child, child I'm tired. Child. Because, when, because one child, thing God has told me that when you are <laughs> honest, options are few. <laughs> That is. Uh-huh. Right. But where are you? I'm praying. Where are you at? Like, where you at? I'm God? all church now. No, I, I, ain't even, I ain't even trying to get online right now. I'm hurt and I'm confused. Listen. <laughs> and Takesha will tell you. Takesha, you know my church. You know how I've been. <laughs> Not anymore, Wanderer, because you are home and stronger in the Lord. That's what, what I thought about. That's what I was like, get it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Hey, you know, my mind went directly. I was like, oh, well, go on and snatch it up in the spirit. Lord, go on and snatch it up. Hey, go on and snatch it up. Yeah, because uh, chef, chef is a snatcher. Listen, She's I was so anxious when she said that my meeting couldn't wait until after my How do you think me and Jerry ended up as like Kingdom Has Come International Exactly. We, she snatched the up and we ain't even know Listen. It was like, yeah. All right, y'all. So this has been the first episode of season three of your favorite podcast, Dear Christian Black Girl. We love y'all so much. We thank y'all for rocking with us. We know that this episode was very random, but y'all know that's just that's what we, we need do. to title this episode. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. So when we revisit this at the end of this season, we're gonna be like, man. <laughs> Like man, and you know what? I was not expecting because I literally when I came on, I was look. I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do, and I'm gonna go on. But I have to give and share that my heart feels lighter. Like I feel the load lifted off me. Just just being present and just showing up anyway. So I wasn't expecting it. I I was literally like, uh, let's do what we need to do so I can go. (laughs) Of the Lord. And we also released that song. So we don't we don't pass that song off to the choir director of Pot the Potter's House Church. So we're gonna see where it goes. Just to, just tell me when y'all gonna sing it. Yeah, just so tell me when it. y'all sing it so I can I sing will. it. I just I just wanna be in the midst. That's I wanna be saying. there so I can be like <sighs> I'm like, I remember when we wrote this song. 
Now, no, this is what I'm going to do. Wait, Tiffany, this is what I'm going to do, right? Here, welcome to the after party, y'all. But y'all know I got to go because I got it. My husband's going to be like, you. But listen, this is what I'm going to look at Jerry and say. I bet you won't tell me my singing is jacked up next time. I'm still going to tell you that. I'm, I'm still going to tell you that. I can't. I'm telling you, I am not a singer, but I think I'm a songwriter, a little un poquito. You, could, you are. You are, definitely you are and you don't have to be a song. You don't have to. I told you, you're a psalmist. You don't have to. See, people think when a psalmist, you got to have a melody. You don't. Like, it's just, look at the book of Psalms. Everybody ain't singing in words. <laughs> but I'm so excited for that song. That song is so it's, powerful. It is. It is so powerful. And I that think has God, been my encourager. he equipped you with finishing it you know what i mean it's it's one thing you are a finisher tiffany just mm. take that okay just go mm. on and take that so god is god is faithful god, god is faithful. faithful tiffany i think we need to work together i think i'm gonna have a new book okay here's my sticky that i started look thank god for the light so you can't see it but um not oh, on the sticky though Listen, you know, when I got to write it, I just got to write it. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'd rather for you to do that than come to me and say, I'm inspired. And I'm like, go back, go all the way back because I'm not going to deal with that. You just say, wait, we can't <laughs> come to you and say, we're inspired? No, no, what? I am done with this inspiration inspired author. Where were go you somewhere at when Tiffany and get you did that with inspired people? I'm done with it. Where were you been inspired that day when for 15 years? When Tiffany did that clubhouse room, I, did, I missed it. Day. And she talked about mm -hmm. me because y'all told me about it. And she was explaining me. I wrote and... two books and I still got snatched. I was like, whoa, whoa. No, I'm tired oh. of it. Just go on. Tiffany said, enough of y'all inspired writers. Okay. Yes. I'm done with all that. Them stand I'm no, an aspiring author. Go. So are you an author or not? <laughs> because this is what you want. Oh, you are? And you will stay right there with all of these and still walking in no disobedience. We ain't doing that. Mm -mm. We ain't got time I wasn't for that. Expecting that. When their books come out, I wasn't expecting that. God did it. Oh, I'm God ready. It. Yeah, I've had to walk in ministry and do voice because I had it a client. Is. Yeah, I had a client get to the last. Literally, I had just ordered her books, y'all. And she texted me and said, I just realized that my storyline and the timeline is out of order. Ma'am, what? I got her all the way together in that text message. Because I said, stop letting the devil play with your mind. So that should tell you right there what the... Because one thing I've learned about Satan is that he don't come for no jokers. He don't come for no peasantry type people. He come for heavyweights. He ain't even come for no lightweights. Because he like, know he'll knock out it. No, he coming for heavyweights. Yeah, and she was literally, I said, oh, no, I will not be doing anything else for you. Good day. New Voice Book's name does not get put on trash. So go about your business and have your event on Saturday. Did you say good day? Good day. And now that you said that, I know which client you're talking about. I'm not. We're not doing that. I said, because I said, stop letting the enemy play with your mind because that's what he's doing. So that should let you know the power behind your book. You coming for generational curses and hidden trauma. He don't want that. That's, he live off them people. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, if he can get us tangled up in our mind, that's why we have to yeah. pray, that, pray that the Lord. But I know that because he useless points. He had mine. He was hey partying over here in mine. <laughs> so I know what he do. Yeah, no, we're not doing it. So good day. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's a wrap for this week's episode. We will see y'all next week. We love y'all so much. Uh, make sure that you have subscribed to the YouTube channel um, so that you can get notified every time a new episode drops, get notified whenever some new clips drop or anything else that we drop. We drop. Just, just make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Also, y'all, we are on every social media known to man except for Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We are on Threads. Follow us. Yeah, clubhouse. And clubhouse. Now you have to say the X. The X now. It's it's formally known as Twitter. Twitter X. The X. But yeah, we we don't do that because y'all. Why are y'all so toxic on Twitter and Black Twitter? Like y'all need Jesus. <laughs> y'all need Jesus. Anyway, we love y'all. We hope y'all have an amazing day. Right. We hope y'all have an amazing. We need a thumbnail for YouTube. We did what? You got to cut that and read, say that. I said, we need a thumbnail for YouTube, right? Why are you saying that right now, though? I don't know. It just came to my mind. <laughs> We're always going to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, bye. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs>